You guys are doing a good job. We're two-thirds of the way through, at least with my portion. Anybody here that's a little bit like uh, ADD? Be honest. Okay, two of you are honest. The rest of you are like, no, I can do this all day. All right. Well, I don't know for about me, like breaking things up like this every once in a while is helpful to me, so hopefully it is for some of you as well. Psalm 116, verses 14 through 19, the rest of this text. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious is the sight of the Lord, is, or in, I'm sorry, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the Lord of, or, I'm sorry, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, in, the, in your midst, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. I think what we're going to find from this text here is this sacrifice is an appropriate response to the goodness of God. The psalmist takes all this time to talk about. The, the, the desperate place he was in, the goodness and grace and the mercy of God and how he was rescued from his, his, uh, his, his state that he was in. And the response to that is a response of sacrifice. The text repeats a couple of things. The first thing that is written twice is this. I will pay my vows to the Lord. He says it twice. I will pay my vows to the Lord. Remembering the goodness of God and responding in sacrifice. The second thing that repeated is this. He says, I am your servant. I am your servant. He says it twice. Sometimes I think we need to remember that we are God's servants. That He is our Master. That He is our Lord. That we are to follow Him and to serve Him. Sacrifice is an appropriate response to the goodness of God. Our sacrifice comes, by the way, our ability to sacrifice for God because of His goodness comes from the grace of God that has been in our lives. Because of the grace of God, we can give something back. That we can join Him on a mission. And that something might be financial, it might be something else. We often think of sacrifice, though, as being a, a difficult discipline to master. And it can be a very difficult discipline to master in a lot of different ways. It's certainly hard to start. But when we sacrifice the right things for the right reasons, we will end in praising God. I am convinced of it. Why? Because we will never outgive God. You're never going to sacrifice more than what God sacrificed for you. You're never going to give God more than what He has given you. We will never, we will simply never outgive God. Well, what does sacrifice look like in our context most of the time? But we did a series earlier in the year, and it was time, treasure, and talent. These are three things that oftentimes God calls us to sacrifice. First one, time. We, we're giving God our time back. It belongs to Him anyways, right? He saved us. Joining Him on mission. So many of you are so faithful with your time. Doing work in the facility, or, or working in children's ministry, or in youth ministry. Or maybe it's at the furniture ministry. There are so many ways. Maybe you're on the missions board or the deacon board. Or maybe you're a trustee or, or whatever the case. Maybe so many of you serve with your time in so many ways. But I bet you we could have a parade across this stage right now to hear from the people who have been sacrificing their time how they have been so blessed by it. 
It's funny how that works. The second one being treasure, our finances. The same thing. Listen, we we could hear from probably countless people about how God has blessed their generous giving. Learning that we cannot outgive God. People who have sacrificially given have I've never met somebody who's regretted it. Never. What about our talent, our skills, and our gifts that God has given us? It's the same true for that. Using the good the gifts that God has given us for His glory, for His kingdom. I've never heard a person regret it. Never. I've never heard somebody who has done that and not received a blessing of God from doing so. And these are things that God typically calls us to sacrifice. But what if He calls us to sacrifice more? What if God were to call us to sacrifice our health, our security, our family, or our life? Even still, we will never outgive God. If you've never taken the time and read through Fox's Book of Martyrs and heard about the saints that have gone before us and have died in horrific ways, yet maintaining their faith, you ought to take a few moments to do that. How were they able to do that? How? It's the grace of God. It's the recognition that there's something so much more at stake than what's here in our present reality. There's something so much more real that's out there. It's the strength that they were able to have to endure the pain, to endure the loss that comes again from the grace of God. The realization that they will never, no matter what we do, even if we were called to lay down our life, we would never outgive God. When we learn to trust in Jesus with everything that He's entrusted us with, we will be rewarded in more ways than we could ever measure. When we learn to trust in Jesus. You know, all we're doing is giving back a portion of what God has given us. Whether it be our time, our treasure, our talent, or our lives. All we're doing is giving God back a portion of what He's entrusted us with to be stewards of. When we learn to trust in Jesus, we'll be rewarded in more ways than we can measure. Why? Because God is faithful. We never have to worry about whether or not God's going to be faithful. He is. We can do so because God is good to us. He is a good Father. And we can trust Him. We can trust God that He will provide. He will provide our security, our protection, the necessities, and a better future than we could ever have on our own. Remembering what God has done for us. and What He can do through us. We're going to pray one more time. We're going to have a song. And then I'm going to ask um, our ex-deacon share, Drew Sharder, to come up and uh, share a few words with, with us about uh, this capital campaign. But join me in prayer. God, thank You for this psalmist and this psalm. Thank You for this reminder of a deep and significant truth. In our desperation, You saved us. In our desperation, You saved us. People will fail us. You never will. Thank You for this reminder that You are faithful and that You are good. God, as we recall the fact that You have saved us, may we recall the fact that You are still saving us. That any of those besetting sins that we may have, we can lay at the altar of Your feet right now. Because You have given us victory. You have given us power over sin and death. 
because what you have done on that cross. God, we trust you today. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning for another minute. I was worried about falling up the stairs or something first hour, and uh, so I come up here and I introduce myself as uh, Pastor Drew. So uh, Dan was pretty, pretty uh, alarmed by that comment. So. Uh, Pastor Dan did ask me to, to say a few words uh, about this Giving Sunday. Uh, the capital campaign we're calling forward. Um, looking back over the last year, year and a half, it's been a, it's been a troubling time in our community and in our country. Uh, but even going farther back than that, over the last four or five years, it's been a tremendously challenging time at Berean. Uh, but through God's grace and, and in many cases your endurance, we are here today. Uh, we've seen some tough times together. We've experienced some things that at the time uh, we wished we weren't going through those. Uh, but God is faithful. He has brought us Pastor Dan and Pastor Isaiah and uh, Pastor Lentrell. God is faithful. God has moved most of our staff to new positions with new responsibilities, and in that, God is faithful. God has pruned and cleared the way, sometimes painfully, but God is still very faithful. In a time when most churches are struggling to maintain attendance and giving at a fraction of what they were pre-COVID, Berean is growing and our giving is strong. And yes, God is faithful. So here we are. What is our response then to a very faithful God? When you came in this morning, there are cards in most of your seat backs or in front of you. Uh, there are capital campaign forward cards. If you'd pull those out, I'd like to go over those for a bit. For the last several months, Pastor Dan has been uh, sharing with us about forward leading up to this morning. It is a capital campaign, but it's more than that. It's an expectation of God's faithfulness, a revival, per se, in both our hearts and in the local community that we've been placed in. God has already prepared the harvest. He is simply asking us to prepare the fields. On your card, there are four boxes. In that first one, uh, it, it's a reference to the repentance that, that Pastor Dan was mentioning earlier. To be effective for God's harvest, we need to be right with him. If there are besetting sins in our lives keeping us from completely and confidently serving him, we need to repent and lay those sins before the, the feet of our forgiving Father. If you feel led, if, if you've heard something today that makes you think of, of something, just check that box and put your name on the card and, and trust that your leadership, your deacons, your pastors and staff will be praying for you. The second box is a commitment to pray. We need to bathe this campaign in prayer, and many of you have already. We need to pray for the harvest, 
that God's already working, and we need to pray for what God might have you do as you commit um, to what he might have you give in these coming days. The third and fourth boxes are, are the financial part here. Let's remind those that may not be uh, regular attenders, um, but we have four parts to our capital campaign that we're, we're focusing on. One is the overhaul and remodel of our children's ministry. Our student ministry, I think, is, is second to none in the area, and we're just trying to uh, get our children's ministry to that point. The second is, uh, as you come in the doors here to the left, is a creation of a fellowship center and cafe uh, to provide a, welcome, a welcoming area uh, for both fellowship and for guests. The third isn't as exciting, but it is a new roof. Uh, we've been told by our trustees that we're on borrowed time with our roof, and then sometime in the next year or two, we're going to have to replace the whole roof. And the fourth one, uh, as you've seen over the last several months, um, the, the worship center that you're sitting in has had some upgrades. There are still a few things left to do with sound and lighting and carpet and, and such. So those are the things we're targeting. We're committed to doing this debt-free, and we're committed to doing this uh, with whatever funds come in. Uh, there, there are things that we can stage out things that don't need done right this second, but can wait a year or two. But it is our hope that as you feel led, that uh, the, the funds will be there and we will have the funds needed to do what we need to do. Uh, I mentioned this to Pastor Dan between services and he'd never heard it, so I'll, I'll repeat it here. We, we've got good news and we've got bad news. The good news is we have all of the funds that we need for the capital campaign. The bad news is it is still in your bank accounts. So I've, in, I've instructed the ushers to lock the doors until we get what we need. So this could be a long one, but uh, I, I trust. Joking aside, though, um, I would encourage you to be bold, to be confident, and to be faithful in your giving uh, to a faithful God. Uh, the way this will work is we have ushers and, and deacons at the doors with, uh, um, with a plate. There will be no retiring offering for the deacon fund as, as usual on a communion Sunday. But uh, if you are not ready, that is possible that you're coming in not ready to, to give today. Um, take these cards with you. I'd encourage you to take them, pray over them th this week, and ask God to, um, to give a word to your heart as to what you might give. And uh, we trust God with whatever comes in, we will do our absolute best to, uh, to be faithful to our faithful God. Thank you.